that. Okay, we're good. That is a test. Um, my name is Ray Duckler, and I'm the columnist at the Concord Monitor, and this is my podcast. Uh, in the past, I've been with other people to present this podcast, but today I'm soloing, and my first guest is a woman many of you know named Doris Ballard. You know her as a businesswoman, uh, the former party store she had. Her husband now runs the ice cream shop, and she was also is also the executive director at Conquer TV. But recently, she decided she wanted to be funny. So she's actually doing stand-up comedy, uh, sometimes in front of just a few people, sometimes in front of uh, 30 or 40 people or more. She has started the uh, New Hampshire Laughter in New Hampshire's School of Comedy. That's the Boston accent, I guess. I'm a New Yorker. And um, she's actually have, she actually has professional comedians coming to teach how to be funny, how to do uh, sketch, uh, sketches, co- comedic uh, sketches, and, um, improv. If, and improv. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Doris. So um, just uh, to start off with, um, you're a businesswoman, you're an executive in local media, and now at 71, I might add, and I'm, I'm, I can say that because she says it all the time. In fact, I called her 70 earlier, and she said, no, no, I'm 71. So I was like, all right, fine. Um, how, what inspired you to do this, or how long has it been on your mind to, to just take this kind of chance? Well, um, I, about 10 years ago, my daughter and I, as went on a lark. We just took a stand-up comedy class with Tim Farrell in Maine, Portland, Maine. And uh, we wanted to save money, so we we did a mother-daughter comedy duo, and, you know, we only paid for one person. Right, it was 100 bucks each person. 150, something like that. And so you did it together to save money. We did it together. You were very thrifty. Right, and it was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot. And um, I thought, you know, over the years, Ray, I've wanted to be more into politics. I says when I someday when I retire, I really want to maybe run for state rep and and um, and because I was on the city council for four years, so I thought I really want to make a difference in my community, in my family, my world. So obviously, yeah. you went into comedy. Exactly. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yes. <laughs> well, then of course um, I'm very sensitive. So, uh, and running for office can be brutal. People can be really mean. And uh, and I'm like, you know what? At my age, I just want to be around people who bring me joy, around people who are positive. Not that stand-up comedy is all joy. I mean, you know, but for, it's a lot better than politics. And it's something my husband can be a part of, too. And politics would really, he does not care for it. You know, he turns them completely off mm-hmm. and he doesn't like it. So That's normal. Yeah. yeah, and he said to me, like, if I run for state rep, he says, how much are you going to make? I said, $100 a year. He says, I'll give you 1000 not to run. <laughs> $100 a <laughs> I year. I know, Actually, I know. that's more than I make. <laughs> but, um, okay, so let's think um, your material oh. is uh, is based on, on real life and, and, and uh, being a senior citizen and, and just take kind of trying to laugh at, at day-to-day mm-hmm. things, like mundane things sometimes. Just if you had to explain your material, what would you say? I think my material is really evolving. All right, it's um, I really didn't want, don't want to go blue. 
But uh, if you look at the famous comedian females, uh, Joan Rivers, now you have your young one, uh, Amy Schumer, and our very own um, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. New Hampshire. I don't want to be crude, but there's a lot to laugh at on stuff that's kind of crude. Crude. Blue? <laughs> Just say it. This is a podcast. And, right, go and, ahead. Go and, ahead. And, you know, I'll gauge my audience. I would not never do material that is that is anywhere near blue um, in front of in my in my community to the extent that I may go if I'm in New York City or whatever but it's funny Ray it's funny I think so, it's funny I know? mean if you're in front of a bunch of nine-year-olds you're not gonna oh, drop no, the f-bomb hello that's not. fine okay yeah um, but you do have some off-color jokes I, yeah. I saw you at the Hatbox Theater perform for me uh, for my column, which ran today, um, when we're going to get into a couple of those jokes in a second, tell talk about the uh, laughter in New Hampshire School of Comedy. You have you have pros there, Steve Scarfo mm -hmm. and actually Greg Bogus, Greg who I Bogus. spoke to spoke to for our story. Yes. He's local. Um, how do you draw these? How do you draw these people who make money from this to come and join you to teach people? It's, it's Greg Bogus. I'm going to give him full credit. I met him and um, at the Hatbox Theater, and I said, "This is the guy that I'm going to ask if he wants to, you know, work with Laughter in New Hampshire and uh, help breed new comedians." And, you know, I know that we had 11 people come to our first stand-up class, and nice. I learned a lot. And from that, he brought a lot of comedians that he's been working with. He's a he's a He's a host at, at Fodies for right. comics in um, Fodies in, in, in Nashua, and he's very funny, and he's um, generous, generous with sharing with his his, time. his yeah. time, his information. I mean, he was paid; he should be paid. Right. Comedians should be making money. Yeah, yeah, all artists should be making money. Yeah. But but they're gener they were generous. So a lot of these very funny, like Steve Scargo Scarfo, and they've been in you know. Dave Radigan, uh, who was also one of my, eight, I took his class in Salem. I completely forgot about that <laughs> in uh, Massachusetts years right, ago, right. and uh, I was very active in politics at the time, so I did it very quietly. I just wanted to keep learning, but they come and they want to help. They want to help share their experiences, and I'm totally in impressed with that generosity part of the experiences I mean I, I don't know I I don't know how you can get up in front of people and try to be funny I can be funny if I'm spontaneous but to get up there and uh, on stage with the bright lights and you can't really see your audience because it's dark um, how nervous do you get and how, how do you get past that I get very nervous before I'm sure a lot of people feel that way I pace a lot and mm -hmm. I run through and I say I gotta tell myself I got this I got this because I don't want to let anything get in my head that's going to say you're going to suck. Right. You know, so right. you don't want to. I don't want to go there. I don't want sucking is bad. It's very bad. So that's good. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I just say, okay, here we go, and I'm off, and and I just go for it. And if it goes bad, well, I learned something. And if it goes well, yeah, I want to keep doing this. But if you know, I have to say, if it goes bad, the next I go, I'm never going to do this again. I don't want to ever do it again. This is terrible. And the next morning, I go, I'm doing it again. Well, you've had yeah. those experiences. Let's, we'll right. start with the bad, and then we'll go to the good, because I right. know you want a competition. The bad was in front of, like, three, three young guys, men. Three guys, very young guys. And you're up there, 70 year old, 71, sorry. I was you're 70 a woman, at the time. 70, so you're a yeah. young chick at that time. <laughs> 
and you're yes. you're performing uh, to three, I don't know, 20-something. Three guys who have probably been drinking right. most of the night. I mean, you know? how'd that right. go? Uh, I knew pretty well when I started talking about menopause that oh, that wasn't going to yes. resonate with them. You don't think, them. yes, none of them have no, been through that yet because no, they're that. young. So yeah, no menopause yeah, yeah. with the three books. So I yeah. vowed that I would put some material in, that would put something in my material, develop a routine that was for mixed ages, you know, from young guys who are just barely 21 or whatever, and to people, their grandparents or parents who are in the audience, you know, my kids' ages. So I said, well, what can I put in there that's really makes me laugh? So I picked a topic that I thought, well, you know, that, that kind of works, but I, eesh, is it a little bit too blue, you know? so It's such a gamble what you're trying it, to do. It's a big I really gamble. think you got guts. So I, <laughs> or in, I'm insane. So I performed Both. that, <laughs> but they don't expect that from me, Ray. So this is what I found out. I says, why the heck did I win this competition? There's a lot of young... Oh, we got to get yeah. to that. We're going to get okay. to... Actually, let's get to, we can get to All that right. right now. You won a competition amongst about 40... Comedians. 40 comedians. It was a four there were like process. four or five women out of that. And the rest were men. Four this is that where is it? Portsmouth? Did In we Portsmouth say? at the Latch Cave. Honestly, it's a great place. Okay, Latch so you Cave. went there with 40 people and you're trying, it's a competition. Mm -hmm. and, and you won. And Steve Scarfo was the uh, host. Like he the host. Was, he's the pr producer of it. And I won. Oh, you won. I, I'm like, are you that funny, Doris? Seriously. Apparently I mean, that night. Well, how did that go? I mean, as you were performing right. over the course of that, that uh, competition, did you know you were nailing it? You were like, oh, man, I am. Yeah, I knew it. I am funny. Really? I knew it. I felt it. You felt I that felt you were it. funny? I came back felt and I said funniness. the audience was really reacting well. I found these two young guys that were to the left of me, and uh, I, I played to them because the material resonated with them. And then on the way out, uh, on the way down, I had some people in the audience, some middle-aged people say, oh my God, you were so funny, <laughs> you're so right, yeah. You and then I had a comedian who's been doing it for years, God help me, I can't remember his name, and he said, you've got to keep doing this, you're very good, and I went home and I went, oh my gosh, this is where I'm meant to be, good or bad. And not only that, I want to take people who've taken the classes and give them right. more opportunities. Right. We want to do more together. Right. You, you, know? you told me you want to make Concord into like the, the state's, you know, headquarters I, for comedy. I want... This city is not funny enough, right? We got <laughs> we got, we got to be funnier. That's what you're doing. You're going to make the city funny. It's not only stand-up. It's going to be improv and sketch comedy. And there's a lot happening at the Hatbox. They bring in national comedians to perform, you know, with names and whatever. Some of the people that are going to be are part of these classes, I swear they're going to, one day they'll have a name out there. There'll be someone that's going to hit it. And I'm so happy with Greg Bogus to have made something like that happen. But, no, I want Concord. And I'm like, Concord? State Capitol should be the place. It's blooming. It's Concord is exploding. I could do it in Dover. I could do this probably wherever, but Concord's my town. It's yeah. my city. I think there's a lot of funny people out there oh that need God. to be uh, given a I little I want to bring nudge, them. Push. I want to yeah. bring females. Well, we need females because females, females are funny because they could talk about things that we don't. I don't know about it. Right. I don't know what they're talking right. about it and the parts You'll they have. You'll learn from them. I need to learn. <laughs> I need, I need a roadmap. With right. Them. So um, <laughs> let me just, uh, sorry. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Are you drunk when you get on stage? Because that's the only no, way no, I no, would no. do it. I would get drunk. And then I wouldn't give a crap. 
and say crap? No, yeah. I don't get drunk. You, you don't I, get I, drunk. I'm not. Okay. I can't handle need. my. I can't handle too much alcohol. It's just uh, I may have a glass of wine after. My husband always has a glass of white Zinfandel ready for me when I get off stage. Is it like four feet long? Well, no. Oh, I, okay, just no. kidding. No, it's a it's a regular size. A regular because, size. Yeah, okay. he just you know I'm very careful. I never drink or eat before I go out. Never. You don't eat. Before I don't you eat. Make, make, would you th- but when up? I get off, you eat. Excuse me, may I have something to eat? I can imagine. <laughs> right. I mean, the relief at right. that point to just relax, yeah, to uh, relax, drink and eat. Give us okay mm-hmm. to wrap it up now. How about a couple examples of your humor? Let's get something. Let's get the the thirteen year old kid is in the audience. So what might you say? The thirteen year old kid, I probably um, would talk about being a grandmother. Uh, talk about my kids growing up and the crazy stuff, you know, and the crazy stuff they do because they're raising a crazy family. Right. And when I say crazy, I don't mean to say, you know. They're uh, not loonies, they're but not, family they're things are uh, offbeat. Right. They're um, I'd a little, say um, um, over the, a little bit ethereal. My ethereal? Mother, I can't even pronounce I know. That. My mother uh, would say uh, sans de same. In French, very French Canadian. I want to do something on that too, uh, which means a little bit. Eh, um, sometimes it can be a very naive, the, um, tra- eccentric. Eccentric. How do you word. like that one? That's a See, good one. I'm very a good. So, yes. um, okay. Yeah. Well, can you give us an example of, of something that would be you know clean okay. enough to tell. So my daughter, yes. when she was young, um, she's a literal a literal cook. Literal, literal. Um, So we came home one day, and she's got her hand in the batter. She's making a cake. And she must have been maybe 16, 15 then. And I said, what are you doing? You know, her name's Christine. I said, Christine, what are you doing? She said, Mom, I'm making a cake, and it says to stir by hand. You've got to be kidding me. And so that's a literal cook. She was how old? She was... Probably, all right, maybe 13. I would okay, think she maybe 12, 13. Four, no, I she's, mean, come on. Well, this is my daughter. So well, she's stirring she it by hand. Just like an eccentric. And so I, I mean, we laugh like crazy. I would still be <laughs> laughing to this day. But in the routine, I would, I just turn around and say, okay. Yeah. But then I never ate any, I never ate a piece of that cake. Well, there's hand things <laughs> yeah. in the in the batter. Okay, right. now a quick, now we're going to do yeah. a joke that may be a little off color. I've been told uh, <laughs> we're allowed to go a little further on these yeah. podcasts than we can in print as long as we uh, warn the audience. So we're going to take a little gamble here and see if there's uh, something naughty in this next joke. Make it naughty. Oh, boy. Let's have some fun. Come on. Okay. Okay. There goes my reputation. (laughs) It's all over. All right. So I observe. You're a comedian. I know. So I observe things in a different way as I get older. And I just find things very, very funny. But one thing that really makes me laugh is um, you call them BJs. Oh, boy. Okay. I've heard of that, but I I don't know. So I'm not going to go too far in it, but I do examine not not the act, but what they call it, the words. So I'm just going to say I examine the word blow and then the the work part of it, right? right? The job. <laughs> yeah. It's a job. Yeah. It's and, a, and, I've heard exactly. it's a job. Exactly. Yeah. It is. So you've heard. I don't know. So, I mean, and believe me, the first, the first stand-up comedy instructor I had said this right from the top. Stand-up is just a bunch of lies. 
So just because I talk about it, right. that doesn't mean that's my life. Right. It means that okay. I laugh at I, it. I know. I don't know what Norm yeah. is thinking right now. I know. But I know. But I would so, never but, go with yeah. it. But it was. It's just an observation. Like, right. come on, really? Like blow? Yeah, no. When it's no, kind no. of, I don't know. No, I don't, don't even go there. Oh, the no. opposite. Oh, okay. No. But it's not like one of those party oh, things. Party <laughs> horn. Right. Party horn. It's, right. it's not that way. It's not that but way they, at all. Ironically, they labeled it that. Whoever came up with that is insane. Was insane. Yeah. Okay. And on that note, that's it. Now. I have to, now I have to now you go have to back face and find another job. <laughs> and people are going to come up to you and men are going to be like, hubba hubba. No, see you. no. no. Okay, thank well, you. thank you so much, Doris. This was my first solo podcast. Ray Duckler, columnist at the Concord Monitor. And Doris, I love you. I love you too, Ray. Okay, thank you. bye. <laughs>